All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, August 30th of 2023 here. We have a nine-game early MLB slate already underway. We have 32 matches of tennis kicked off already, and then we're looking at a six-game MLB main slate later this evening. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at Saber Sims, the show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions, get your questions in one of three ways. First way, you can send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second way, you can post live in the YouTube chat. Or three, you can post your questions in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description below. Highly recommend it. As always, get access to our similar channels, see when lineups are released and when players are scratched, see when Sims run for that updated news, get access to all of our individual sport channels where members of the community are asking questions each and every day, uh, a little more access to other SaberSim team members other than myself. So definitely a great place to hang out and ask questions. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up here. And looking around, uh, nothing from support. Looks like we have some questions here in the Office Hours channel. We are going to start there, and then we will see where we go from there. But uh, in the meantime, if you guys have any questions, something on your mind, now is a great time to get those in. But first question here from the piano teacher. Question says, question regarding team total adjustments. If I adjust the team total... I know this will affect the projections for players in the build, but it also affect projections during the contest sim. Okay, so this is a great question. So um, one thing, I was actually talking to somebody about this yesterday as well, so I think that this is definitely worth clarifying. But when you are running the contest sim, we are, if you have custom projections, if you have adjusted projections, whatever you have done, we are accounting for that. And we are basically using the projections that are in the, my projection column. So when you go uh, into your settings and you're setting up your contest sim, uh, you know, we are, we are using simulation. Uh, we are running the simulations, right? But what are we running the simulations with? We're running it with our sim database, but we're also taking into account the changes you have made. So, uh, you know, to answer the question, yes, we will account for any projection adjustments in the contest sim. Uh, somebody was asking me a question about contest flashback yesterday, which is uh, in the contest tab, go down to all contests here. Uh, you can see all the contests for today, but also you can see past contests, right? So if you want to review contest here, this is available for pro and above tier. So if I go to yesterday's main slate, Sorry, just had to sneeze really quickly. Um, so if you go to yesterday's main slate here, we go back to the contest tab, and then we go to all contests. Uh, we're going to be able to see this little view eye icon, and then we can click into any one of these contests and then see how the users did here, right? So if I go over to users, you're going to see the SIM ROI option. So one thing here that I did want to talk about is with this SIM ROI, this is specific. Um, we, we are using our raw simulation projections here. So somebody was like, hey, you know, I am aggregating projections and then I am entering positive ROI lineups based on my contest sim. But when I go to contest flashback, uh, I'm usually negative in the sim ROI. And, and that's what the question was related to. And one of the reasons that would be would be um, if 
you are using projections that are vastly different from our internal projections. So just so you guys know, in contest flashback, these uh, the the projections that are used are our raw projections. So definitely think that was worth clarifying there. But good question to get us kicked off. Uh, next question here from Jay Sams Jr. Question says, when it comes to pitchers, when the Sims update throughout the day, do the pitchers' Ks go up or down? Um, so I think that, you know, no hard and fast answer here. I guess it depends, um, you know, if Shohei Otani is not in the lineup, uh, you know, it's very possible that uh, whoever is facing him, their Ks get a little boost. Uh, so, you know, no wrong or right answer. Projections are going to adjust based on news, based on, based on you know, lineups coming out, etc. here. So uh, uh, could go either way. All right, question from Roderick. Question says, if I, I had a question regarding choosing lineups for single entry, when looking at the stats on the different lineups, should I choose a lineup where projected score is high, but the ownership percentage is low? Typically on these, the rank is pretty low as well. Uh, so I have this great video for you guys here, uh, you know, di talking about single entry strategy specifically here so on the youtube channel if you go to playlists you go to uh coach's corner here i did a video talking through mlb single entry strategy here how to build single entry lineups with Sabersim. i think that you know within a single entry strategy like trying to pick one lineup out of a set you kind of get to a point where like hey I'm, I'm comfortable playing you know all 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 three of these lineups all five of these lineups they're all very similar how do i pick one um, and, and, you know, sometimes like there's, there's not a right lineup to pick, um, you know, they're all like very, very similar. So I did talk about that a little bit in this video, like getting down into the nitty gritty and like kind of, uh, weeding it out, trying to find that one lineup that you want to take with you into your contest. So check out this video on the YouTube channel, how to build single entry lineups with Saber Sim should give you some ideas. All right. Going to get Saber Sim pulled back up here. And going to uh, talk about this question from baseballers here. So question is, is around tennis ownership. Uh, question says if ownership and leverage are off, is uh, if ownership and leverage are off, ownership is important to DFS. Won't the same as be very off? If your ownership projections are extremely off, for instance, the main tennis late yesterday, your ownerships were honestly not even remotely close. And then just, uh, gave us some examples here. Um, so a couple things on this, right? So let's go back to tennis for yesterday's slate, uh, the 29th. Can you go over to tennis? We had a big 33 match slate here. And if I click on this, should go. All right, here we go. All right, so we're back to yesterday's slate. So um, one of the main things here was that we had Medvedev projected for 65% ownership and they came in at about around 39% here. Um, I do just want to kind of talk about our ownership model. So the way that we project ownership is we run simulations and uh, lineups. And then we, well, I'm sorry. So we use the simulations to generate lineups, which ultimately we use the exposures from that build as the ownership projections. If you want to see what that build looks like, you can now do that by going to the contest tab going to ownership contest. And then this is going to be our ownership build. So if I click view 
and then I close this contest tab, I can see the lineups and then I can see all the exposures. Uh, these are the ownership projections here. And then this is where the ownership projections come from, right? So if I go back to my build, I'm going to see that, you know, I have these same exposures here. Uh, one thing on this, right? So what we are doing is the way we're generating it, it's like, hey, um, you know, given the projections and the salaries, we think that this is the appropriate amount of ownership for all of these players, right? Uh, these are like uh, closer to what we think a um, efficient field would do or a rational field would do. Um, that is not to say that, you know, the, the field in your DFS contest are any of those things here, right? I think that's where it gets a little tricky. And sometimes like the more niche the sport, the a little bit of, of more randomness, right? You don't know exactly what's going to happen. Um, so sometimes, you know, with these tennis slates, ownership can be off here. Uh, I, I do know that, you know, we like Medvedev from a projection standpoint, you know, six points higher than any other tennis player on the slate. And then they ended up scoring 93 points. So even if you took an approach like, hey, I'm going to match the field on, on Medvedev, uh, you would have done really well, right? You actually would have had positive leverage on this play that scored almost 94 points here. So what I would say is that, hey, you know, we were kind of on this play, right? We had a high projection. We understood that the ownership should be high. Uh, the field was just very inefficient, right? With the ownership coming in at only 38% here, uh, it seemed like kind of a miss So uh, from the field. So I, I would say that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with like where that fell. Uh, I think that, I think tennis is one of those sports where a lot of people, you know, play like the big events and, and aren't like super hard, like tennis grinders here. So I think you can see ownership fluctuate a little bit. Remember that these are, you know, our best uh, assessments of, of what ownership is going to be like some of these, uh, you know, 7.8 versus 9.8, like a 2% difference. I think that's, you know, well within the range here, uh, inner with 21.6 versus 24, like a 3% uh, adjustment there. So, so some of those aren't so bad. The Medvedev one, uh, definitely way off, but I, do think that you know the field kind of missed on that one so uh just just some thoughts on the ownership there all right uh question here from simple chef i did provide a resource for this one but did want to cover it for anybody else listening with a similar thought here so question says i'd like to get a solid walkthrough of how to run the sims with generally the best settings explanation on how they may change depending on sport and slate size once Sims are ran, building the lineups and narrowing them down to the specific slate, I am I may be playing. There are videos already on that, um, you know, basically like point me in the right direction. And I provided this resource here. So I already showed you guys the video of me building lineups here. That was actually just for a single entry though. But if you're looking for like more portfolio management type of uh, a type of video, go to our How to Beat MLB DFS in 2023 playlist. We have this video, Watch a Saberson Coach Build Winning MLB DFS Lineups. This is Jordan walking through like an MME process, lots of lineups, lots of contests, talking about how he balances his portfolio, how he makes decisions on an MLB slate here. Uh, so I think that this video is great. I would check this one out if you're looking for uh, a deep dive there, kind of figuring out like a hey, you know, what are these guys doing uh, through each step of the process? I think that is a solid video there. So would highly recommend checking that out. All right, 
next question here. Uh, just just want to cover this one for everybody on the show. So we had a question. Uh, when do college football projections load every week? The next college football slate starts tomorrow. Our data scientist, Eric, let us know that uh, college football projections should be up tonight. So if you guys are looking to build your lineups for college football, be aware that you should see project uh, projections later today. All right. Next question here from Sammy. Sammy said, with NFL on the horizon, what is the best way to force a secondary stack into most of my primary stacks? Thanks. Okay, so let's go to NFL. So if you guys didn't know this, uh, our NFL projections, our, our uh, initial NFL projections here, went live yesterday. Uh, Sims ran, and so if you come into the app, uh, toggle over to September 10th, you are going to, you know, see the slate and then you're going to jump in here and then you are going to see our initial projections here. So projections are up. Ownership is not up yet. That will be up later, but at least you can come in here and start to dabble if you're interested in that. So with this, right, um, if you want to force a secondary stack here, what I would say is that you should set a rule. And a secondary stack is, is so like a primary stack is a stack that, that includes a quarterback. Okay. So just, just to be clear, a primary stack is something where it's like a QB. Um, it, 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 it has a quarterback in it. Like that, that is essentially what a primary stack is. And then a secondary stack is a stack of only position players from the same game. So a Secondary 1-1 stack would be something where, you know, Tampa Bay is playing Minnesota. Maybe you have a lineup with Justin Jefferson and Mike Evans, but you don't have either quarterback from either team. So that would be considered a secondary stack here. Um, so a couple ways to do this. What I would do is set a group rule, and I would go to automatic, and I would go to if then, and I would say if at least one player from a team, and I'm going to uncheck the quarterback, and I'm just going to leave the position players checked. Running back, receiver, tight end. And I say then use at least one from the opposing team. And then I'm also going to uncheck quarterback. So writing this if-then rule. So, hey, if I have at least one running back, wide receiver, tight end from a team, then I want at least one running back, wide receiver, tight end from the opposite team. This will give you secondary stacks that do not include quarterbacks. So then I would just save that. And then that would be applied for every team on the slate here. So that is how you write that rule. So uh, just remove that question real quick. You can take a pause and uh, copy that rule onto your SaberSim. All right. And then second question here from Sammy. Question says, is there a metric or a rule for product ownership using SaberSim at all? Is this attainable or is it in the works? Uh, yes. So you can definitely do this here. I will, uh, let me just kick off some lineups here. Or actually, we don't have ownership. So let's go to MLB, and I'll go display this for you here. But basically, if I go to MLB for today's slate, go to the main slate. And then, uh, let's see. We already have lineups here. So if you want to create, so I actually have one here. So if I go to my sorting metrics, and then I go down to this GeoMean one, this is one that I made. Um, this is one that I created here. And then what I what you do is you go to ownership, you go to product or GeoMean. It's uh, we're using GeoMean, but but it's product ownership. GeoMean is a form of product ownership, and then you do value here. So then this would display the GeoMean of each lineup, 
as a summary statistic. So that is what I have right here. So uh, there is a way to do it. You do it via the custom metrics, and that is how you do it. All right, question from Snowman. This is our last question at the moment, everybody, in the Office Hour channel, uh, and then we will see where we go from there. All right, question says, do you think Saberson is pricing out the newcomers trying to get an edge? Um, so a couple things here, right? Uh, you don't always have to use, you don't always have to sign up for the highest tier, right? If you go to my account, you know, we do have three tiers here. I would say that if I were a new player to DFS, um, I would almost think that the ultimate plan can be a little overwhelming, right? You're trying to get your feet wet. You're trying to learn. You're probably trying to consume a lot of content here. I've, I've told people this in the past, like, hey, if you are new, you know, you might want to start with our base plan, you know, go to office hours, consume our content, learn how to run a build, and then add in all of these uh, new tools, right? Like, uh, lineup flashback is, is awesome. Contest sims are awesome, but they are what I would call nice to have and not like a, uh, not, not like a need, right? Like you, you, you need the optimizer to, to build the lineups. You need the projections, right? You get all of that on the standard plan, the, the lineup flashback, like you don't need to go into every contest and see how you did, see how other people did. You can, you can definitely get edge right from there. You can learn things from that, right? Uh, you don't need to aggregate multiple data sources, even though uh, you you can, right? You can find um, inconsistencies with ownership, right? If you are aggregating ownership and then laying all of that over together, right? So it's not to say that all these other features don't add value, but if you are a new player to DFS, you got to start somewhere. And I don't think that you should start with, um, you know, the, the, the fanciest tools, right? So I kind of equate it to... Um, what would I call like a, uh, a new person learning to golf? Like you don't need to go and buy, you know, the most expensive golf clubs. Like you just need a, a set of golf clubs and you need to start practicing. Right. And then as you get better, as you learn how to golf, uh, you can start to upgrade your, your, you know, you get a new putter, you get, you get a new driver, you get some new irons. Right. So slowly, but surely. Right. So, uh, join the standard plan, you know, learn it a little bit, you know, go to pro, see what pro's about. And then, you know, ultimately go to ultimate and see what ultimate is about. Right. But I don't, I don't think that, uh, you know, we are pricing anybody out. Um, I think that, you know, these, the ultimate tiers is, is really for, you know, the most serious DFS players, uh, putting in time and, and trying to get a good edge there, but good question. Happy to talk about it. Uh, so the only thing I've seen in the YouTube chat so far is from Don. Don said, I can't get my Sims to work with the new set. So, uh, Don, if you are having problems, I would go up to the top right corner, use this report, a problem link, give us a brief description of what you are experiencing. Like what is the issue that you are encountering there? And then this will go directly to our support team and will give us information about your session that will help us troubleshoot your problem. So this is the best thing that you can do if you are having problems and then our support team will look into it and get back to you right away. So uh, sorry to hear you having trouble, you know, my troubleshooting abilities on this stream are very limited here, but our support team uh, has, has uh, you know, much more resources at their disposal to try and help you out. But with that being said, uh, we are all caught up.
appreciate everybody tuning in here. Uh, you know, we do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, tomorrow is my last show of the week. You guys are going to have Jordan for Friday's show. Jordan is going to be filling in for me on Friday here. So uh, look forward to the show with Jordan. But if you guys are building lineups throughout the day, question pops in your head, drop it in the Office Hours channel, drop it in the upcoming stream link on YouTube or send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Having a good queue of questions to get the show started always helps us out as people continue to tune in and ask more questions. But until tomorrow, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.